Hello and welcome to SWAT Radio with Doug McCary of His Light Ministries. So happy you are listening today. I am Taylor Johnson, and if you would like to join our discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-SWAT. That's 1-844-777-7928, or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. Well, today is December 7th. Doug, that's a big day. Well, kind of becoming forgotten, isn't it? Well, there's a there's there's a lot of stuff happening today. Um, we have an election in town mm-hmm. uh, for an at-large seat um, uh, for the city council, and uh, somebody who's near and dear to me, one of my board guys, is running. So I'm uh, anxious to see um, how that's going. Um, Last update I got is uh, the turnout is very low, or only around 10% is what's expected. Really? Yeah. Wow. You know, we live in a country where you have a great opportunity to elect people, mm-hmm. and that's just sad, you know. Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, so, still time. Get out and vote. I, I think you can vote till 5, right? Is it 5, 5 p.m.? Do you know? Uh, I think so, yes. Yeah. So uh, I encourage you to get out and vote, and um, hopefully uh, you'll pray through that and uh, do that here in Jacksonville. Um, you know, if you're up in Virginia or in Mississippi uh, or listening out west or over the ocean in England <laughs> or wherever, uh, pray pray for our leaders all around the country. Man, we, we are... We need our leaders to have wisdom, right? And they seeing a whole lot of wisdom uh, lately. And, man, have you been to the grocery store lately? My mm. wife paid $6 for a thing of mayonnaise the other day. Oof. That is just absolutely crazy um, to do that. But it's a time of year. A lot of stuff's going on. you got Toys for Tots, Marine Corps Toy Drive. you got shoe boxes. Um with um you know samaritan's purse uh there's a thing in jacksonville called shoe boxes of love to help jacksonville's homeless a lot of opportunities to give this season take take a moment and think about those that are uh, maybe less fortunate than you and how you can help um do that also during the holidays quick little update (laughs) i've already got one on my phone it's a, a great time of year for people to try to scam you. Mm. You know, I got a I got a call from a person posing as an Amazon. Um, if you didn't receive a package, call this number. And, uh, you know, what they try to do is get your information via the telephone acting like. But uh, it was not. If you're if you're an Amazon account holder and you're ordering through Amazon, if something's wrong with your package, you get an email usually, uh, but you want to verify those too because they use those as well. But people are very creative. Uh, but last year, 17,000 victims 
who lost more than $53 million to scammers during the holidays here in wow. 17,000. And that's just people who report it to the FBI during, you know, so, uh, and guess who ranked second for the highest number of victims in the country, Florida. Oh, wow. Well, that makes sense. I guess what was yep. first. Uh, yep. Uh, we just, uh, I don't know the, and here's the two most prevalent scams, non-delivery and non-payment crimes. Basically, something you pay for, you never get. I had that happen to me last year. I paid for something through something. Listen, folks, be careful. If you're on social media and you get ads that pop up, don't buy from those people. <laughs> Go on Amazon, put a search in, and look for the number of stars and, and people who bought from people before. Just just know that there's a lot of bogus websites and they buy ad time on these games and social media sites and the sn- scammers are sneaky man they, hmm. they're smart and they will take you so uh one thing to do if you get an email um and it says from amazon in the name but you click on it and it says joe facinelli that's probably not an amazon hmm. guy Okay, so uh, make sure that you look at the email that it comes from. Just some holiday scam tips out there. Uh, isn't it funny, man, that people do that stuff? And uh, I would never wire money to anybody unless I knew them uh, yeah. for anything. And uh, you mean you wouldn't send money to a Nigerian prince? No, I would not. <laughs> I, and also, you still get those things too. Right? Yeah. The Nigerian thing. <laughs> Um, uh, people and, and criminals will set up charity scams because December is the biggest giving month in the year, usually mm. where people will do it. And, uh, so, um, what do you do if you've been scammed? You want to contact your bank or financial institution so they can make sure and take steps. If you're credit, if, by the way, if you hadn't checked your credit card bill in a long time, you might want to look at it and make sure that you're not getting chance. One, one time, I hadn't checked mine in a while, and I just, for grins, went on there and looked. And I'd been being charged like nineteen ninety nine every month for like the last year. Mm. And I'm like, where is that from? I don't, I don't I'm not, I don't remember that because it wasn't like something I was familiar with. And I called and they said, oh, yeah, you remember that free trial you signed up in the grocery store? No. <laughs> and like you, you said you wanted info. And I'm like, yeah, but. I didn't know that they were going to charge my credit card for it. And so anyway, make sure you do that stuff. Um, so yeah, elections, crime, anything else in the news? Oh, today, you know, there's a lot of people, Taylor, who are under 30, especially under 20 that have no idea of the significance today. Yeah. I mentioned that. Right when we were starting, no, I know, I, I tried knew to you did, it to and you. that's why I'm <laughs> I saying that's where we were going. No, no, yeah. no, I didn't ignore it. It's true. I mean, like I, I've asked people, young people, if you know what today is. Um, no, it is a big day. I mean, prior to nine eleven, mm-hmm. the most significant event in our history, as far as like that, caught us and that people remembered where they were. Yeah, uh, was uh, Pearl Harbor. Um, 2,400 people died, uh, and, uh, you know, and there were, uh, 
there was it was a big deal. I mean, people were killed in Hawaii on their ships while they were in port in mm-hmm. a safe what they thought was quote safe harbor on Sunday too. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was, yeah. I think some people were uh, in church services when it happened. Um, but yeah, it's obviously changed the course of American history uh, big time and uh, the world history as well with uh, the end result of World War II and and all that followed. But yeah, something that you know you, you kind of wonder. Obviously, there's people who you know don't pay attention to history class, and history class doesn't even cover it really anymore. But also, as people get older, I guess the memory starts to fade as as uh, you know more and more people who are actually alive then die off, and maybe that's probably why people forget a little bit about it same you know with like uh yeah but even history emphasis they don't talk yeah. about it i mean when i was growing up it was like the big deal mm-hmm. you know that we were attacked on our soil and all the movies you remember tour 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 yeah, and yeah, all yeah, those yeah. the movies talked about it but you don't really see any emphasis on it you well, know even on the news i don't know did you mm-hmm. hear anything in the news today no i mean i saw on um, some sites that had article an article or so mentioning it but yeah for the most part it's not you know well covered and you know going to history i mean that just goes to what they're teaching in history classes kind of with what we were talking about yesterday is, is a lot of they're throwing out a lot of you know what what was in the past considered important stuff for a lot of stuff that maybe isn't quite so important and when it comes to world war ii the war itself is like hardly covered at all. Yeah, I I just think if you uh, if you pop on the news sites for the ma- what I would call the major news networks out there, you don't see a lot about it. It's in fact you you get uh, Smollett <laughs> news <laughs> yeah, yeah, about yeah. his trial, um, stuff going on out in yeah. California it- and uh, everything, and so all that stuff, but you don't see anything. And what happens when you forget those moments? Well, it, going back to history class, they spend more time talking about the dropping of the atomic bomb. And mm-hmm. most kids, you know, could tell you about that and have no clue what actually started the war. They know how it ended, but they don't know how it started. And, and because of that, there's a picture and a perception of, oh, we were so terrible. We did something so wrong by doing that um, without looking at the war in total context and, you know, talking about, forgetting history that's that's one of the aspects of it that you get a skewed or a warped view of um the past and 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 your nation's past and kind of how you relate to all that well um you know i don't know if you saw this uh this is a trend to something happening you know the uh, right now you know and and you go why are you talking about what's going on in california because what happens mm-hmm. out in california usually spreads east um one of the things they're doing out there right now is they're dressing up in po- quote police type gear that has like even what looked like a badge on it. They're following people home from ATMs or from stores, and they're robbing them. Wow! And, but they're uh, they're identifying themselves as federal agents or agents, and so you're <laughs> really in a pickle if somebody does that because you don't know. If you don't know what a badge looks like, a, a, a DEA badge or FBI badge, you ought to check it out and see. Uh, but so what do we do with all this? Well, um, you know, our world is is in a tough place. But First Chronicles 29 says you rule over all in your hand are power and might. And in your hand is to make great and to give strength to all. So our trust has to be in him. When we come back, we're going to continue our study of Acts and 
This week we're looking at practical application of what does it mean, the first 10 chapters we've looked at, and uh, we'll be talking about being bold today. All right, you are listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and never And the soul felt its worth The thrill of hope The weary world rejoices For yonder breaks A new and glorious morn Welcome back to SWAT Radio. SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. And if you are just joining us, we have been working our way through Acts and uh, this week we are looking at some of the principles uh, that are found in the first 10 chapters of Acts, which is what we've covered uh, so far. Um, so that is where we're at. We're going to be talking about boldness today um, and kind of the principles that are seen throughout the text and what we can, how we can apply those to uh, our lives. You know, uh, during the break I showed Taylor uh, that, that video. Uh, what would you think of that? I mean, <laughs> that's like those people posing as... Place that'd be hard to defend against. Well, yeah, that's something where you got to know, you know, your rights um, as a citizen, and, and kind of what, uh, yeah, you got to know what police can and can't do, um, and obviously you got to be discerning on whether they really are who they say they are. Um, so don't just accept that as, oh, well, that's who it is. You know, it's it's okay to ask questions. That doesn't mean you're a criminal. You know. Yeah. Um, Hey, um, I, I wanted to let people know that um, there on Friday, February 4th, i just give a quick heads up before we get into this, um, uh, it's going to be dinner and conversation with a Houston therapist, Dr. Jake Porter, um, and it's Freedom to Flourish. It's a biblical look at the neurobiology of addiction, mm. trauma, and relationships. And, um, uh, that's February 4th. So you got a good, you know, good time, almost two months and it's going to be right here at the Salem center. Uh, but, um, Jay 
Hog put that out, and I wanted to let you get you guys know about that. Uh, it's going to be uh, the fifth annual Northeast Florida Men's Conference here at the Salem Center um, with his ministry, Living Without Lust. So um, a registration fee is $45. You can go online and uh, put that in. Uh, go to livingwithoutlust.com, livingwithoutlust.com. Well, Taylor, you know, this week we're doing a little different um, – kind of walk through acts because we're really walking back through uh the practical application oh one other quick announcement sorry thursday of this week we have a guy named greg kukul k-o-u-k-l who wrote a great book called tactics it is a great book for engaging with people in gospel conversations but the book is uh, it's you know, I have different categories of books in my life, and this would be in my top ten of practical books. Mm-hmm. I mean, just it's one of the most practical books for engaging either with people hostile to the gospel, people you're just trying to coordinate. And he, he uh, did you ever watch, do you know who Columbo is? Yeah. Did you ever watch any of those? I've seen a couple episodes, but not okay. a lot. Yeah. Well, I know you may not. It, it, it's a little slow for younger people because it's a slower, you know, it's older TV, right? It's, it is. It's like. I, I like a good story. Okay. I know, but it's like TV land. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you know when I went through the FBI Academy, they used Columbo and showed us clips of Columbo <laughs> to train us in certain things up there. We had to go through training and they used him because his style of questioning was so effective and he's so disarming. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what Greg Kukul picks up. So he's going to be our guest Thursday. I would love for you to join us and listen. I would tell your friends, if you've ever, if you've got people in your life that you feel like you can never talk to because they always seem to get the advantage over you and you just don't know how to respond. This is the book for you to read. And this guy on Thursday is a, a great resource. His name's Greg Kukul. The book is called Tactics, and I hope you'll join us. But we're going through this week in Acts on the practical implications of what we've covered so far. And yesterday, we talked about what our work on earth is, what we are to be doing here. And we talked about accountability. And, you know, the work on earth that Christ left for us to do uh, he told his followers to what? Acts 1, 8, be what? Witnesses. Be witnesses. He also told us in Matthew 28 to make disciples. He told us to baptize. And he told us to teach. And he said he's going to be with us always. And so we kind of left yesterday with uh, this idea that if I'm not doing these things, what needs to happen? Because if you keep doing the same thing and expect a different outcome, mm-hmm. that's insanity, right? And so one verse that um, I think I paraphrased, I didn't have you read, was John seven thirty seven, And in that passage of Scripture, Jesus, it's the last fe- day of the feast, and Jesus said, if anybody's thirsty, let him come to me, and out of him will flow living water. We, and this is the water. Did you read it? Yeah. All right. mm-hmm. And that water is the Holy Spirit. And I want to start today by getting you to think of a multi-tiered fountain. You know, you see these landscape fountains with a big bowl on the bottom, 
a smaller bowl on top and a smaller bowl. And at the very top, there's a little bitty bowl. And then there's a fountain right in the middle that fills that bowl. Where Jesus is the fountain. We are the top bowl. When we walk in sin and disobedience willfully as a believer, there's a blockage in that water. It doesn't mean that Jesus doesn't save us. It doesn't mean we're not his kids. But that bowl is not filled. That's why we're commanded to be filled with the Spirit. How are we filled with the Spirit? We walk in obedience to his commands. And when we allow sin to get us off course and we allow sin to break the fellowship with him, what happens is we end up being dry. And the people um, in that next bowl, that next bowl represents people in your family, people that are really close to you. The next bowl after that is people that are your friends uh, that are that you see on a regular basis. And the very bottom bowl is people you haven't even met yet, people you are going to meet. Well, if we don't fill up ourselves with Christ every day and drink deeply from him, we're not going to overflow. And that's really what our witnessing and our discipleship, all those are nothing more than an overflow of our own love relationship with God. And so we we talked about yesterday, if I'm not doing Jesus' work, what needs to happen for me to obey? And you brought up repentance. We need to turn. We need to say, I don't want to do that anymore. Well, in today's passage or today's um, question we're going to be dealing with is we're going to be looking at Acts 4, 5, 6, and 7. In Acts 4 and 5, the disciples were arrested and they were ordered by the authorities to stop speaking about Jesus of Nazareth. Why do you think they ordered them to stop? Why would they care if they kept talking about him? Hmm, I guess there would be an element of fear that people would be swayed, um, but also an element of wanting to control um, what the the disciples were doing. Yes, and if you remember, what happened in Acts chapter 2? How many people came to faith? 3,000 mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. right? And then another 2,000, it appears, and there were, or at least there were 5,000 men at the end of chapter 3. So in chapter 4, why do you think the rulers would order them to stop? Because they see this growing groundswell of a movement, and they're not liking it because the movement is directly against their power base, mm-hmm. right? It's against their ability to be powerful. And um, and so the first thing they did is they asked him, by what power or name did you do this? <laughs> I mean, like, um, I mean, that that's a pretty straightforward question. And Peter answered him. It says he was filled with the Spirit, which means he was yielded to God. He said, if we're being examined today for a good deed we did to a crippled man, let it be known that it's by Jesus of Nazareth. Now, when the, what would they have thought when they heard them utter that name? What did they do to Jesus of Nazareth? Killed him. Yeah. And wait a minute. We got these people now. They've got 5,000 men and their families following now. And it's no wonder they told them. Uh, and, 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 and Peter says... There's no one under heaven, no other name by which we must be saved. So now Peter makes this bold declaration that without 
the name of Jesus. If you're not in his name, if you're not with him, you're against him. You're an enemy. And it says when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and they perceived they were uneducated, common men, they were astonished. And here's the key phrase. And they recognized that they had been with Jesus. I think far too many of us try to go represent Jesus when we haven't been with him. Mm. We, we, we go try to represent him when we've been with people that know him. We've been with people that love him, but we haven't been with him. We haven't drank deeply from him. And so they were ordered to stop. But notice what they say in verse 19. Um, after they told them not to speak anymore, I want you to read verse 19 and 20. Oh, right now? Yeah. Oh, my bad. I thought you I said saw after. Eight, Acts 4, 19 and 20. All right. Let me get there. 19 and 20. Yeah, Acts 19 and 20. Acts 4, 19 and 20. But Peter and John answered them, whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you rather than to God, you must judge. For we cannot but speak of what we have been, what we have seen and heard. Excuse me. So what are they saying to him? I mean, we can't. We can't be silent. Yeah, yeah. we we've got to keep talking. Now they did the same thing over in Acts chapter five. Why? Because the movement was continued to grow. grow. Read verse twenty nine of Acts five. Actually, read twenty eight and twenty nine. All right. 28, uh, saying, We strictly charged you not to teach in this name, yet here you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching, and you intend to bring this man's blood upon us. But Peter and the apostles answered, We must obey God rather than man, or men. Yeah. In other words, what did they say again? We can't be silent, mm-hmm. right? So when we come back, we're going to look at Stephen. And then we're going to look inward into our own lives and say, do we have this boldness? If not, why? If not, what do we need to do? Because we've got to deal with these questions. So um, it's really instructive for us. And uh, I'm thankful that the the apostles weren't silent because otherwise we wouldn't know about Jesus. Right. All right. So stick with us. We will be back with more after the news. We'd like to give a special thanks to our sponsors, Ace Door and Window, as well as a special thanks to our sponsors, Tom Neal Trucking, and a special thanks to our sponsor, Jeff Andrews of Highway to Eternity Ministries. If you would like to sponsor the program, please email us at Doug at SWATradio.com. That's Doug, D-O-U-G, at SWATradio.com. You are listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer It's the most wonderful time of the year It's the happiest season of Welcome back to SWAT Radio. If you are just joining us, we are looking at Acts. Uh, we, we've been looking at ask, Acts, I should say, excuse me. And uh, today since we're. January, right? Yeah, has it been, been there since, since January, man? It has been a while, yeah. So it's taken us a year to get through the first 10 chapters. Yeah, yeah. And so we're uh, today and this week, we're doing a little bit of a. 
review of the first 10 chapters, pulling out um, principles that are applicable, applicable Excuse me for us. Uh, you having a hard time today, Taylor? I, you know, I'm <laughs> I'm a single dad today, uh, and oh my. my wife is out of that town. That explains it. So, you don't yeah. need to say anything else. <laughs> Yeah, Y'all been... pray for Taylor. Pray for Taylor. <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, so we were looking at Acts 4 and 5, how the disciples were arrested. They were ordered to stop speaking about Jesus. And what did they do in response? Did they stop? No. No, they didn't. What did they say? They said, we can't be silenced, what you said. And so we go from Acts 5, where they make that bold proclamation to Acts 6 and 7, where we are introduced to Stephen, and we see false charges brought against Stephen. Why? Because he's testifying about Jesus of Nazareth. And what happened to Stephen? You mean ultimately? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was stoned. He was the first martyr. Say it loud. He was stoned. He was yeah, the first martyr. Yeah, he was martyr. killed. Yeah. Why? What, what, do you think he was bold? Oh, yeah. Because even as he was brought up on false charges, what did he do? He hit them with the gospel of Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. He didn't back down. Here's where it uh, it becomes difficult for us. Our culture screams at us not to speak about Jesus or the Bible to them. And how should we respond? How do we respond? I mean, all the time people are saying, well, I, I need to be more bold. You know, I, 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 I had an opportunity and I didn't take advantage of it. And I'm like, well, why didn't you do that? Well, um, I was afraid. Where does fear come from? Uh, I don't know. Well, do you think Adam and Eve were afraid? A lack of faith. Were, were Adam and Eve afraid before sin? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. They weren't afraid of anything. Were there animals there that today would harm them? Yeah. Yes. My wife would love snakes there, but she didn't <laughs> I mean, but she doesn't love snakes now. Yeah. Uh you know, the thing is that fear comes from the enemy. That kind of fear. When you're when you fail to act on behalf of God. There's only one place that that comes from. If you if God tells you to do something, you know God's told you to do it, and you don't do it because you're afraid, you are being influenced more by Satan than you are by God. You're not believing what God says in his word because he said perfect love casts out fear. We don't have to be afraid of God. So what happens if you witness for God and you don't do it very well. Who's in control of the results? God. Yeah, so a lot of times if we don't do it well, who determines who does? I mean, what is, like, if how can you be a bad witness if you're telling what really happened to you? Mm. You, know, you understand what I'm saying? Right. And And they were called to proclaim the gospel proclaim what Jesus had done in their own life and and to be bold witnesses for him. And that's what they were doing, and they were told to stop. And um, I want you to read a rather long passage, and I'm going to have you read 
it in sections so we can go through Matthew 10. Go to Matthew 10. And what I want you to do, Taylor, we're going to break it up into sections and we're going to talk about each one of these because this is how Scripture says we are to respond to the world and enemies of Jesus. Matthew 10. Read verse 16 down to verse 23. All right. Behold, I am sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Beware of men, for they will deliver you over to the courts and flog you in their synagogues, and you will be dragged before governors and kings for my sake. So bear witness before them and the Gentiles. When they deliver you over, do not be anxious how you are to speak or what you are to say, for you are to say, or for what you are to say will be given to you in that hour. For it is not you who speaks, but the Spirit of your Father speaking through you. Brother, wait, wait, stop right there. So he tells us right there, don't worry about what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You just be a witness. He also says that you're going to be dragged before governors. You're going to be flogged. You're going to be taken to court. Um, you're about to read, brother will deliver brother over to death. Father, his child, children will rise against parents. And you will be hated by all for my namesake. Does that sound like something that... Uh, You'll hear on TBN or uh, some other Christian television station? Nope. Don't hear a lot of that. When they persecute you in one town, flee to the next. I will say you will not have gone throughout all the towns before the Son of Man coming. This is important. A disciple is not above his teacher nor a servant above his master. It is enough for a disciple to be like his teacher. What did they do to Jesus? They killed him. They tortured him and Mm -hmm. then they killed him. What they do to his disciples? Killed them. Yeah. Except for, I mean, John got Even tortured. Even John got yeah. tortured too. So why do we think it's different for us? We think we're immune, that we should not uh, expect that. And we get so upset when people mistreat us. And I think we need to be aware that if we're his, persecution's coming mm-hmm. for his people. So how does God say to respond to that verse 26 read it so have no fear of them for nothing is covered that will not be revealed or hidden that will not be known you want me to keep going yeah what i tell you in the dark say in the light and what you hear whispered proclaim on the housetops and do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul rather fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell yeah so so is there anybody on earth that can condemn us to hell Mm-mm. No, there's only one person. That's God the Father. God the Father, and um, he has allowed his son to have that judgment seat. And I'll tell you, we should not fear people more than we fear God, but we do. We we care about the glory of man more than the glory of God. Read verse 32 real quick. 32. So everyone who acknowledges me before men, I will acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, I will deny before my Father who is in heaven. Is that ambiguous? Nope. Pretty clear, isn't it? That we should acknowledge Jesus. We acknowledge Jesus before men. If you're his, uh, I'm. you know what? I'm just not a talkative person. Listen, 
I get that. Everybody, we, we all have different personalities, but we should be bold. We should be bold in obeying the work that we're called to do. What's that work? To be a witness, to make disciples, to baptize. It is to teach. And you go, well, uh, I don't teach. Um, if you have sons, if you're a man, I bet you taught them how to play a sport, how to hit a baseball, how to throw a football, how to go fishing, how to do something, well, you know? Yeah, and if you're not teaching, like you say, I don't teach. If you have kids, you're teaching them whether, whether you're teaching them or exactly. not. Exactly. Yeah. You, you, you do teach them. You model for them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yesterday we were talking about that student up in Michigan. His parents taught him. Mm-hmm. They taught him the wrong things, mm-hmm. at least if everything they said in that article is true. And so we are to teach. And listen, it doesn't mean that everybody has to be a Billy Graham. Everybody has to be a Charles Stanley or who pick your favorite preacher. We all do it differently. But that should be at the forefront of our mindset, making disciples, being witnesses, and we communicate that to our children. Jesus said, if you do not acknowledge me before men, I will not acknowledge you before my father. Go on to read the last part, verse 34. Okay. Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father and a daughter against her mother and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a person's enemies will be those of his own household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Mm. Again, any ambiguity there? Mm-mm. What does it say about family relationships in relations to what you do for the king? Uh, a person's enemies will be those of his own household. Do we idolize our families? Yeah, I think we do. I think we idolize our families. And uh, a lot of times uh, we allow our families to keep us from doing the work Mm. that Christ has called us to do. I know a lot of people that can do that. And listen, it's it's not you, you don't stop being a father. You don't stop being a mother. You still love your kids and all this. But I will tell you this. Is it more important to teach your kid how to hit a baseball or how to follow Jesus? How to follow Jesus. No kidding. It is. And so at the end of the day, uh, what are we teaching our children? Teach them them to hit a baseball, but you better be teaching them to love Jesus too. Uh, And it can't just be something that you tell them. You have to model for them. This is what I'm doing. Uh, and I, I want you to go with me, you know, uh, and we train, that's what people used to do. Mm-hmm. And so, um, the thing that's most important about what you just read is whoever does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever loves his father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy. That's pretty clear that Jesus has to be the overarching priority of your life. He is your ultimate loyalty. And uh, and he finishes with whoever finds his life loses it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Pretty clear stuff. 
When we come back, we're going to finish up. And if people want to call in, you're welcome to call in. We'd love to hear from you. All right, so make sure you stay tuned. We will be back with more after the break. We'd like to give a shout-out to our listeners listening in Virginia at the Lighthouse, as well as in Meridian, Mississippi, listening on WMER, and all of our local listeners, 91.7 in Jacksonville, 91.9 in St. Augustine, and 91.3 in Folkestone, Georgia, and all of you listening online wherever you are in the country or around the world. You are listening to the SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. SWAT Radio is brought to you in part by Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. is a full-service sales door and window installation company. Both of the owners are licensed contractors and are involved in the daily operations of the company. All of their trucks are company-owned and fully equipped. Their mission is to provide Jacksonville and the surrounding area with door and window replacement services. To learn more, call 904-701-3667. That's 904-701-DOOR. Or online at www.astore.com. Steve. <laughs> Steve, you're sleeping there? <laughs> he got so into the music, he just forgot to turn us on. Uh, well, anyway, welcome back to SWAT. Sorry, boy. <laughs> no problem, Steve. Uh, welcome back to SWAT Radio. If you are just joining us, we are looking at Axe. Um, that, well, we've been looking at it for almost a year now. Uh, this week, we're looking through um, some of the principles that uh, we can apply in the, into our lives that we've looked at through the first uh, 10 chapters. Today, we're talking about boldness. So if you would like to join the discussion or if you have any questions, please call us at one 844 swat That's one 844 Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. So, um, you know, that's a pretty heavy passage. You know, some of the guys, when we were covering it this past week, were saying that's pretty heavy, you know, that Matthew 10 passage. And you got to remember when Jesus is teaching the disciples this, this is pre-cross. Mm-hmm. He's been trying to teach them a little bit about the cross, but they don't get it. And uh, And he tells them this. They were looking for a military messiah. They were looking for somebody to kick Rome out of Jerusalem. And um, 
what did he do? He modeled for them what it looks like to really accomplish the purpose that God wants us to accomplish. And what is that? To be witnesses, to um, disciple, to um, uh, teach people, train them. And uh, have I got music going on? I think you got okay. stuff going off, yeah. Uh, yeah, I I got these sensors that go off. <laughs> they remind me to pray for certain people at times of the day. Um, anyway, um, so when we hear these things, typically what we do is if we fail to keep them or we fail to apply them, we like to ignore them. Hmm. And we can't do that. You, you can't do that any more than a football player can ignore what the coach says or a military guy ignores what his commander says or an employee ignores what their uh, employee, employer says because that, that doesn't benefit the team. It doesn't benefit the, the company. It doesn't benefit the organization. And it doesn't, in our case, benefit um, the family of God. And so God's called us to be bold for him. And our our culture is going to scream. I don't know if um, you saw this, but uh, over in Finland uh, a week or so ago, I said that there was two pastors that were arrested because they were teaching about the sanctity of marriage, God's design. There was a man who was imprisoned in Nepal, uh, I think last week, I'm going to try to pull up that story, Taylor. Uh, He was imprisoned because he said, God heals COVID. Hmm. That's what he said. And they put him in jail. Wow. I mean, like, think about that for a second. I mean, what what does it mean here uh, for us if we can't talk about... um, what God can do and what he can't do. I mean, do we believe that he can do that? See, we're right now in such a state of living in fear of about a lot of stuff. Um, And it's just really, um, and the church has really been silenced, to be honest with you. We've been silenced in a lot of ways, and that's why when you see somebody like uh, John MacArthur standing up and saying, no, we're not going to do this, um, you just want to, you want to, you want to join them, you know, because mm-hmm. he's being bold, like we're talking about here. And you know, kind of uh, just the whole response of you talking about that, but um, in our fear of death, uh, and that we've seen be applied even into the church in America. But uh, and that just goes in the face of what we just read, right? Do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who can destroy both soul and body uh, in hell. And to me. We've kind of it. It says we're, we're when in that passage. It, it don't fear him who can't. You know the person, but that's the same goes for a a disease, a virus. Don't fear that, um, but cannot kill the soul. We should be more afraid of uh, fear, as in fear and respect, right? For following the dictates that the Lord has laid out for us, and um, part of that is what we've been talking about, um, which is making disciples. Um, being a witness, and we are not being an effective witness if we live in the same type of fear that um, the rest of the world does, and if we let that fear hinder us from sharing the good news, right? I mean, 
for the church to do what it's done over the past, uh, you know, two years almost now is just been, been bad because of that, because it's showing uh, really a lack of faith and more fear of what can kill the body than what can kill the body and soul. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I, you know, we, in America, like if, if you were arrested over here for preaching that God can heal COVID, you, you would immediately have some kind of legal rep- representation. Unfortunately, in other countries, it's not so prevalent. They don't have the same system that we have. Uh, Hold on. Isn't it sad, though, that, you know, two years ago you would say that would be preposterous for someone to get arrested for that here. But now, uh, man, that doesn't seem quite so crazy just with the times that we're living in. Well, two years ago, I would have said you're crazy if they're going to make everybody wear a mask to get on an airplane. (laughs) Yeah, right. You know, I mean, think about it. Over two years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, and, And the thing is, what they say just keeps changing. You know, I mean, the government officials, and again, it um, it's just kind of a, I, I know we live in a crazy time, but I mean, these are real people. I mean, this guy over in uh, Nepal, that's a real person. And, you know, I mean, like for him to just make a statement that uh, God can heal COVID, he can heal COVID if he chooses to. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean he will, but he, he can. There are people who have not been healed, but I just think it's uh, it's sad to me that those kind of things are happening. And yeah, and I I, I, think, I mean this we're not talking about China mm-hmm. or, or North Korea. We're talking about Nepal. And I think you know people could try to say, well, that was a pretext to get him just because they don't like him because he's a Christian. But the thing is, is that mindset. Uh, I could see people making an argument here in America for, well, you know, he did say mm-hmm. that about COVID and he's now downplaying. He's spreading it. false information. That's what would be said yeah. here in America. It, he's downplaying the seriousness of uh, of COVID and, and things like that. And, and so that the, the same spirit that's in Nepal, uh, you could say that same spirit is here uh, in this country as well. It's just uh, not been unleashed in the same way. Yeah, it's just uh, we we just we need to be bold. That here's the bottom line: if you've had opportunities to be bold for Jesus and you've shrunk back because of it, you've 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 basically you didn't follow through. You know you know who you are. You mm-hmm. know when it was. I mean, God brings those things into our mind. Don't just write it off and say, "Oh, it's okay." You know, nobody's perfect. Yeah. You know what we got to do. What what needs to happen for me to obey him? Well, I need to own my junk, confess it, repent of it, and say, Lord, I want you to change this about me. Give me another opportunity to be bold. Give me opportunities to be bold. This is what we do. This is how this is how we move forward. If you keep doing the same thing and expect a different result, it's insanity. So Yeah, yeah and and the the times that you have shrunk away like it's not just oh well you know i fellow you know i i didn't act in boldness i didn't act in faith i didn't act how god wanted me to um you know it's kind of it but that actually does something to you and that weakens your faith that that minimizes your faith it 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 shrinks you um and so that's why you got to pray ask for god to for renewal obviously but opportunities to walk uh, in boldness, because when you do walk in boldness and you know, like, you know, I, I'm in a situation where 
it's only God that can provide that that produces in you when God does provide or however he responds uh, in those situations uh, of that, that strengthens your resolve that deepens your faith and it deepens your relationship uh, with God yeah and, and the other thing Taylor too is that I would caution people to look at some people and go well I'm not them mm. because the same spirit that was in the disciples is in you and me. Yeah, and there's a lot of people that, you know, in the past you might look at and say, well, I'm not them. And you look at some of the things that they've said and done over the past two years and you realize <laughs> they're not them. You know what I mean? They're not quite, you know, what people thought they were, quote unquote, either. And it's not about the outward appearance. It's about your obedience to, to God and your faith. Yes. Um, and yeah, so. in our weakness... Yeah. He is strong. Mm-hmm. And so if somebody is uh, stronger than um, in their external stuff, sometimes they may depend on that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, um, I hope that if there's anything out there that you need to repent of, you will. And that we will... Ask God to help us be more bold in our witness for him, just like the disciples, that we will be bold to do the work. We will be bold to make disciples, bold to baptize, bold to teach others, and be a witness for him. And that's my prayer, Lord, for those that are listening. And don't let this opportunity pass without owning our failure and saying, Lord, help me, because I don't want to keep doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, and if you've stepped out in boldness, pray for continued boldness, just like the apostles did uh, in Acts. So uh, that is all the time we've got for today. You've been listening to SWAT Radio. If you missed any of this program or would like to listen to past programs, please visit us at www.swatradio.com. That's www.swatradio.com. Or you can listen to our podcast by searching SWAT Radio, and you can also download our SWAT app in the App Store. Join us weekdays at 3 o'clock for more SWAT Radio. We will see you then. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you have a great day. If you missed a SWAT radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT Radio is strengthening 